0: Yay! Ah, So we begin in gratitude. Deeply grateful and deeply thankful to open ourselves to the unprecedented, to the unlimited, to the flow of divine love and goodness. What I know is we're opening ourselves to clear insight, wisdom, and clarity. We're opening ourselves to a healing. To the magnificence of God's love shining in our mind, in our heart, in our relationships and our relationships with each other. We are moving into this sacred circle of divine love and freedom we consciously attune to the infinite we consciously partner up with the higher holy spirit self and we recognize the fullness of god's love in our awareness in our activities in our very being this is the purpose of our coming together it's remembering the truth it's waking up it's connecting to that divine knowing that clear knowing In gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing exploration with everyone because we are one with them. In gratitude, we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yay, God! So, does anybody have anything that they'd like to share to start us off, a testimonial, a question, a comment, Lana? I can unmute you.
1: Well, I noticed I, I feel like I am on the other side of a big contrast. You know, I retired in January, and so the first three or four months was very nice. Lots of freedom. I was enjoying it, peaceful. I thought, this is great. And then my mom had surgery and required care. My dog had surgery, required a lot of care. Uh, we visited my mother-in-law, who required a lot of care. So I felt like my freedom had been taken away. And I had um, some days I handled it better than others. You saw me at a really low point <laughs> during our check-in. And I would find myself at times self-medicating, then wanting to shame myself. And even isolating, I I intentionally wouldn't come to class because I felt isolating and withdrawing. So it was, I noticed all that. Um, Today, this moment, I am so grateful that I'm grateful to be fixing my family breakfast. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful to be planning dinner for them. I'm grateful for doing their laundry. I'm feeling so grateful that I feel like I'm on the other side but I know everything that happened likely will happen again. I know it's a very high possibility. And I know that I have more confidence about going through it again. I know that I got through it, you know, and the worst days wouldn't last more than three days, you know, where as in the past, I think things like this could have set me back for months, maybe years, definitely weeks. Um, so I mean, I kept doing the work, and at times it felt like I wasn't doing it very well. But I just I felt like I stuck with it, and am on the other side. And right now, I'm just so grateful to be enjoying my everyday, ordinary
2: life.
0: <laughs> so. Oh, that's so beautiful, Lana. It's so beautiful. I, I feel that I, I have a real connection to what you're sharing. It feels very familiar to me Uh, we have different experiences but still I I it's such a testimony to when it feels so tremendously difficult and those old patterns are coming up they are uh, truly sticky 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 and um, they can feel like such an intense weight on our mind on our heart and uh, I know for me, I used to have the thought a lot, like, oh, my God, when will this ever end?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I I don't have that thought at all anymore. And I still have patterns, old patterns that I'm still working with on a regular basis, but I just don't have that sense of feeling uh, hopeless or helpless or traumatized and judging myself for having to work with them. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's so worth it to to navigate to the other side. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. And I Me see too. It in your face. Yeah, I'm grateful for all the tools, you know,
1: all the tools that helped me get through it and Mm -hmm. get on the other side of it. And right now I'm just really enjoying the gratitude. To. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and you did so much counseling at the intensive, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, giving and receiving counseling, and that clears out a lot. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It does. And I've, I've continued, I've done a couple more since then.
0: (laughs) Yep. Stay with it. So valuable. Mm -hmm. Keep that intensive energy clearing, 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 going. It's, it's great to build momentum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Anybody else have something they'd like to share? Joan. Hi, Hi hey. so
4: i 'm um, just glad to be on the call first of all because i 've missed live although i 've listened to the classes, and um, I do have to in about an hour get off because I have a client coming. but um, what I wanted to share was that um, my daughter is due like any day now and um, She actually, I think she's actually in the early stages of labor right now. She's having contractions, but they're erratic. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But last night she received an email from Peter and he told her that he was not going to pursue any legal action to establish paternity and he was going to sign off any parental rights And um, he felt that was best. And it was just, it was such a relief. And yet there's a part of me that, you know, my, my prayer in all this was that he either fade away or step up, you know, and really be someone that, I don't know, be who he's capable of being, who we're all capable of being. So um, I, I feel like, okay, the prayer's been answered. But I'm a little surprised at the sadness, I feel. Um, I know my daughter is very relieved, and I'm relieved too, that there's not a battle. And I almost feel like having that relief last night sort of opened the way for her to be clear and have this baby. Because I really do think the baby's coming like soon. So I just wanted to share that, and um, so I'm in this sort of interesting place. And I think if I said that to my family or anyone else, I'd think I would, not anyone else. If I said it to my family, I have other people that that I can share those kind of things with. But um, anyway, I just felt like it was important to share that
0: any thought about what that sadness might be?
4: Well, I think there's a sadness for, for the baby that she'll miss out on having a father. Mm -hmm. And I know that she'll have father figures in her life. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that my daughter will not be alone, that she'll eventually be with someone who will love Ivy as his own. Um, but I still think it's a it's a little bit of a letting go, and what might that look like for her, and if there will be any, I don't know what it will be like for her, you know. So I think that's what the sadness is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and mostly I feel relieved. <laughs> mostly I feel relieved.
2: Hmm.
4: Yeah.
0: So does this mean that Peter is not going to be a part of your lives anymore? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, we have such strong karmic connections with people, mm-hmm. strong connections, and when that relationship shifts, um, there even if we're glad to see him go and kind of feel like, you know, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Mm-hmm. Um, there can be a sense of of sadness that the relationship, too, hadn't evolved to a higher place. hmm Because, you know, he's, it's not the first time you've been in each other's lives. Yeah. You know, sadness that he didn't rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm any higher yeah but you know what the other thing is is maybe part of what purpose he served was to bring the baby Mm -hmm. and also to um who knows what path your daughter might have gone on without him yeah you know maybe his extreme um seeming lack of respect for himself and her Uh, was, you know, propelled her to much more quickly give up all the attraction to those, Mm -hmm. that side.
4: Yeah, I, Jennifer, I absolutely believe that Lauren is like a different person than she was nine months ago. And just to see the way um, she is taking care of herself, the way she's taking care of, the baby, you know, uh, the changes that she's made. I absolutely feel like this is saving her life. So for that, I will always be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's an exciting time.
0: (laughs) Very. Mm -hmm. And um, I know for myself, I, I needed to go through a time in my life where I wasn't very happy and I overdid things. You know, we, we go through periods sometimes and we just kind of need to get it out of our system and remind ourselves, yeah, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else have a... Can you relate to Joan's daughter, uh, Carla? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm just so glad joan too and Thank i can't, can't wait to hear uh the the joy you're mm-hmm. all going to be sharing when the baby is born yeah
4: you will all be among the first to hear
0: <laughs> do, do do is there a name yet um ivy ivy oh beautiful yeah oh, yeah well, Ivy's going to have a lot of love in her life.
4: She is. She's going to have a lot of love. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Great. So
4: thanks for letting me share.
0: Oh, yeah. Glad to get the update.
4: hmm
0: Wow. Anybody else have something they'd like to share? Carla?
3: Yeah. I had something happen during the opening prayer, hmm. actually. So when you said like we're opening to the unprecedented, we're opening to so uh, that word really landed with me because I realized that's what I'm going through and what ex- I'm experiencing, and I'm real. I'm looking. at I'm. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm what I'm giving it is my own meaning that it's something else, right? And I'm realizing oh, I had this realization in that moment of the prayer, right, that that's what I'm experiencing is I just don't, it's the unprecedented. I don't have any real, I just don't know what it is, really. And I, I've been meaning, I've been giving it the meaning, and um, I don't know. So that was very really
2: helpful that's
0: it yeah that's one of my favorite words unprecedented
2: Mm -hmm.
3: can we hear you now anna-marie
0: well let's unmute you and see if that not hearing you
2: shoot well
3: sorry
0: You know what you could also do, Anna Marie, is you could also call in on the phone simultaneously. And then when you would like to share, you can just raise your hand and uh, you can share on the phone. All right. So um, let's see here. Uh well I have something to share that is kind of interesting I think and um just let me make a, an adjustment here uh, Okay uh So I'm here in Vermont at the Peace Village, uh, uh, which is where uh, it's the home of the Sunray Meditation Society, founded by Venerable. And uh, we just had last weekend the elders gathering, of uh, indigenous elders from all over. And uh, they give teachings, and there's lots of ceremony, there's healing ceremony, and there's coming-of-age ceremonies. There are ceremonies for people who are officially um, recognized as the, in the tribe as grandmothers, wise elders, grandfathers. And also um, the weekend before that was several days of teachings uh, that are for the Sunray uh, group. Uh, and it's the training of the ministers and the different things there's they do lots of sacred dance and so there's training around the dance and drumming and uh, all these medicine practices of um, the medicine of the drumming the medicine of the dance the medicine of the the herbs and the water and different things like that so had a lot of that in the last ten days, and um, uh, i I really enjoy and love being here. It's beautiful here in the green mountains. It's a very sacred valley, and um, venerable lives just down the street and so I've been here since the end of June. And uh, I find it so restorative, so refreshing, and uh, the people are absolutely lovely. Many of you know Alison Ponsetti, and she she's here, um, and uh, she came a week ago, a little over a week ago, and uh, she's been soaking it all up. And... Uh, I didn't tell Allison this. I don't know that I, I'll talk about it with her later, but um, I was out here in this, this, um, it's a screened in tent that I make. I have a chair and a table and I make my office out here and use the wifi. And, um, and then my sleeping tent is over there, uh, kind of in the woods a bit. And um, last night I was sitting here late last night, uh, 10:10:30, and I heard, I could hear in the periphery, there was a large animal rummaging, and I thought, I think that's a bear, because there are bears here. There, the bears are real definite. People see the bears on a regular basis, and then, uh, so I thought, I didn't feel afraid. You know, I just felt I need to pay attention, um, but. I've, I felt protected and safe, and then uh, so I got ready for bed, I went to my tent, and I was in my tent, and as soon as I got in my tent, I heard the bear right outside my tent, and it was going around my tent, and uh, I knew it had to be a bear, because I could tell by the the sound of the branches breaking underneath that this was a large animal, I could tell Just by the sound of the footsteps, it was a large animal. And um, I should go back and listen, but I was recording my prayer when the bear started circling around me. And um, I paused the prayer, and I waited about 10 or 15 minutes, just quietly listening. I could hear the bear here and there. I was listening to see if it would, you know, kind of amble away. And um, I didn't hear it. So I finally, I I just asked the angels, should I go ahead and finish the prayer? And I got, yeah, go ahead and finish that prayer. And so I did. And um, I guess I had finished the prayer. I hadn't finished the announcements I usually do at the end. So I did. I finished that. And then um, I, uh, let me just take this offline here. Um, And then, I, I got in, I went to sleep, and I knew the bear was right outside there. And I just went ahead and fell asleep like a baby. And to me, that's a real testimony to spiritual practice that, that um, I could have a bear so close. And, you know, a tent is just a piece of plastic. It's, you know, a piece of, it's, it could never stop a bear could never stop a bear Um, you know bears can get into cars and rip car doors off and things like that but no one I've never heard any story around here of a bear hurting anyone or bothering anyone and so I just felt safe and I'm telling you the story because as I said just a moment ago I think years ago I, I would have been afraid but I was not afraid, and I really checked in, and I there's nothing to be afraid of. That bear is not going to bother you. Just bless the bear. Of course, I made more prayers. And uh, I am so grateful that I have so little fear in my life. Anymore, not that I still don't see fearful reactions because anytime I become annoyed or frustrated It's a fearful reaction. Of course it is. What else could it be? Um, but I, I I just see that with every passing day I have a greater and greater sense that everything is working together for my good nothing is wrong everything is working out and my my daily awareness is to keep my attention on uh, energizing what I'd like and noticing where there's something that I don't like and I am not actually choosing to energize what I'd like. I'm just still kind of managing and coping with things. I still find that there are areas where I'm, not, uh, not fully putting my attention to um, shift and change things, and uh, and why is that? And looking at what what is that really about? What am I really resisting? And so I thought that this would be a good topic for our conversation today is to look at that. And also that next week um, we're going to start this prayer power series. So we're going to have three weeks of uh, joining the year one class and having uh, the prayer power part two series, which I'm uh, asking you all to please come and attend and, Uh, I recognize that some of you won't be able to come because of the time, Um, but um, I'm making those our classes to really emphasize the importance of it. And so you'll have your community calls at this time uh, for the next three weeks. So my invitation to us right now is to, and I we come back to this on a regular basis because I think that's part of the medicine of our group. Some of the, the, one of the healing factors of our group is that we keep each other from going unconscious. So looking at an area of our life where we're not really doing anything but it it's it's it bothers us. It substantively, it really does bother us, and we're we're just not addressing it yet, or very peripherally. Uh, it's kind of like on the back burner of the stove, and. Why don't we bring it to the front burner? Why do we allow it to drain off our energy on the back burner? So we have talked about this before this year. I'd like to bring it back around again and to energize making some decisions to make some real changes and to pray on it to powerfully pray on it, and to work with our prayer partners on this. So I'm going to just invite everyone here to turn within and to breathe deeply. We're just opening our awareness here to some issue that is a frequent Cause of perhaps sadness, perhaps anger, irritation, frustration, worry, (coughs) fear or doubt. And it might be something that we have just newly arisen. And it might be something that we've had going on for a long time. But something that we're not actively responding to. We're not actively doing the healing work with. And we're calling upon the company of heaven and all that is holy, the beloved archangels and ascended masters of the sacred flames, that resurrection ray. Thursday is the day of the resurrection ray. We're opening ourselves To a resurrection of our strength, our mental alertness, our willingness, we're calling for a healing so that we have the strength and the courage, the willingness to call forth transformation, healing, stepping into the unprecedented. The unlimited, calling forth divine support, clear knowing, a release of all attachments, whether they're cravings or aversions. We're opening ourselves to the flow of love in this aspect of our awareness that relates to this concern. And as part of a discovery, we're opening ourselves to an awareness of what is the reason that we're still working with this, that we haven't yet experienced the healing. What, what is there some reason, some insight, some wisdom, some clarity that we can receive right now that supports us and having a breakthrough so that we can choose to let the limited thoughts and beliefs go, and to step into the fullness of our magnificence in this area. We're giving up playing small. We're allowing ourselves to receive this insight and this awareness. And then while we're in this space, I'm going to invite you to begin writing some things down and making some notes. And in this contemplative expansion, this increasing awareness, let's ask the question what is the good, the expansion that we're blocking by not? healing this other thing that's draining off our energy, this challenge. What is the good or the expansion that we are not allowing, that we seem to be blocking, that can't come forward until we address and heal and shift this challenge? What is the... The good that's waiting for us on the other side of letting this challenge go, letting it morph into some greater good. What is the, the greater good that's waiting on the other side? What are the benefits that we're delaying by not addressing this challenge? And now let's look at that expansion that seems to be on the other side of resolving the challenge, the expansion in the gifts that we're delaying. Is there anything that the ego would resist or fear about Experiencing that expansion, is there anything that the ego is seeking to block or prevent that frightens the ego about the expansion or having, no, having released that challenge? What does the ego have to fear about the expansion? all right we're going to take one more minute All right, so now we're going to go into a breakout. I'm going to give you a chance to talk with each other about this, and then we'll bring it back to the larger group. Any questions before we go into a breakout?
2: Okay. Let's see here.
0: I'm going to unmute everybody first. And I see Anne Marie, you're on the phone there. Okay, great. Unmuting everyone. And uh, here away we go. All right. So what, what did you learn? What did you learn? Any discoveries? Robin, I'll unmute you. You're unmuted, Robin. (laughs) Yeah, take your time.
2: So
5: Jennifer. You had to ask the hard question. Yeah. Jennifer, when you started this topic, I knew right where to go. And I think in knowing where to go, um, my emotions really took over and I became numb. And when we were, when you began sitting in silence, I was waiting in the silence for the questions, but then I realized that we were supposed to be writing. So I, you know, missed out on that. And um, then when you started asking the questions, I just I was so emotionally upset that I just felt befuddled and I couldn't get the questions down and I felt like I didn't know any of the answers just because of the emotional um, response to your um, inquiry and I was able to share with Lana, not not the um, upset, but just what I'm sharing now. And she was so lovely and just took me in so beautifully. And I want to share with everyone, but I don't want to share with everyone,
2: you know? Yeah. I just want to heal and I want to do
5: I want to be divinely inspired and I stay confused there's doubts and I just always stay I get to a certain place you know that I have been holding on to something uh, for a long time and you have helped me uh, a great deal. And yet there is still confusion for me that in whether to move forward or, I just wanna do the right thing and I'm, uh, or not the right thing, I wanna be aligned. And there's this doubt uh, and confusion that always slips in, and really, uh, I just feel numb. I feel numb about the whole thing in a bigger and wider way. And I really want to just say, okay, guys, here it is. And, uh, and I feel like I will, I'm just jumping off the cliff. It just feels so hard. You know it's my own judgment because it's like worrying about what others will think and I know I love oh I my prayer partners I just feel so blessed and so loved and I know that that's all that would come but it's this I've never I mean it just feels uh, overwhelming to just go through that door
0: Yeah, I think we can all relate to that, Robin. Yeah, people are nodding their heads, feeling that, that overwhelm. And many times we don't understand why is it so challenging? Why is it so overwhelming? Yeah, really. And we, I, I have come to learn that we don't have to know why it's so intense in order to give it up, to have a breakthrough. We really, truly only have to be willing to have a breakthrough and to be willing to be mindful of the inspiration, the guidance, the direction, the leading of spirit when it comes. And our willingness will begin to recognize, oh, this is a moment. I think I can make a different choice here. This this is an opportunity to make a different choice. And we begin to make different choices. Yeah.
5: By the way, I'm glad to be back in class. I had been working a summer camp, which was lovely and wonderful at the preschool I worked. And so that's why I haven't been around and I've missed being here. And today I thought, well, maybe today would be a good day to share this, this item. And then Joan talks about
2: her daughter. So
5: I, I placed a baby for adoption when I was 19.
2: Yeah.
5: And it's too complex and too to go through the story and the detail and I've done that with you and it's just very complex, all the feelings and emotions and how it's influenced my whole life. Even though I married and had uh, three wonderful, I have three wonderful adult children that love me and I love them and they love their dad. And and just, you know, I've always kept her in my heart and, but I had my life to raise my children and to work and to volunteer and you know you get distracted so you kind of just don't think about it so deeply but when i retired it it just it has come up so big and it's always with me and uh You have helped me with the shame and letting that go. You helped me a lot with that and the fear. But then the double whammy is that um, I should have gotten in touch with her just to share her medical background, and I have not done that, and I don't know what my heart's desire is with My heart's desire is that she is well and happy and doesn't need me, but uh, that we could, I, I don't know that we, I don't know. That's just a big question. I would just want the highest and best The highest and best for her, and the highest and best for her family,
2: and the highest and best for me and my family, and the highest and best for both of us, that's all,
0: and yet I
2: have been cowardly
5: in not letting her know that her maternal grandmother died of cancer and that I had cancer. And I feel so ashamed and upset about that. Hmm. And that I and then there's just this big fear of getting in touch that I know Jennifer, I've shared this with you so much, I feel embarrassed that I can't do what I'm supposed to do, whatever that is. So Thank you. I mean this was big to share this, but I had to share it because you asked the question. And it was funny because Lana was talking about decluttering and I said, Oh my goodness, Lana, the last time we met, that was the big that was the what I chose was to share about I you know the decluttering and I said so you know I just want you to know that we're all into that, but I can't use that this time. I can't use decluttering
2: this time.
5: So just thank you all for listening to me and letting me share in the most safest community that I know. Yes. And I do feel so blessed in knowing many of you, some of you, as prayer partners,
0: so thank you. We are loving you and holding you. You know, and some of the, the concerns that you have, Robin, uh, like about telling your daughter about the, your medical history, your mother's medical history, <laughs> I don't know what most people would do differently if they knew something like that I don't know that it would influence them I I hear more often than not that things like that have a negative influence rather than a positive influence and certainly if that information was extremely helpful for your daughter spirit would have made sure she had it.
5: Well, what I do know is that for my adult children, I was it was suggested that they have a colonoscopy before they're 50. Mm
2: -hmm. And
5: she is 52 now and I have not. So that's why this feels so shameful and um, and I hear what you're saying, but I, I feel like I'm staying stuck in this ego thought as well as I share that information with you.
0: Well, you know, the doctors think my mother died of cancer. Whether or not she did, I don't really know. She could have easily have died from the, the treatments they gave her. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never even had one thought to have a colonoscopy.
5: But you live in a different world, Jennifer. (laughs) You know, you're, yeah. I feel like it's my duty. I mean, I've shared this with my other children. You know, it's just suggested, uh, uh, you know, there's a high risk. And I tried not to make a big deal because now I'm in this place of does that really matter? And is it, you know?
0: I
2: don't, I
0: don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the main thing truly is, Robin, that you would like to connect with her. You would like to know, you would like her to know that you care about her and you think about her every single day and uh, that that's really the primary thing there. and I feel you will when you feel ready I, I kind of
5: know that but it's still staggering somehow
0: yeah well anytime we have intense judgment about anything it is staggering yeah, yeah. and you are definitely in the process of releasing it what if you could release the judgment first what if you put your full attention on that rather than resisting reaching out to her just focus on releasing the attachment to the meaning you've made of not reaching out to her because we all have things in our life that are intensely traumatic and it is about us releasing our, our attachment to the meaning we've made of it That that's a large part of what the thing is for. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And it's like releasing that judgment, it takes so many judgments with it.
5: Mm. Can you help me with how to look at this differently about what you just said? I I know and understand the concept of I've made the meaning.
0: So... Yeah, sometimes, and we talked about this in uh, the year one class this week. Okay. So I I would encourage everyone to listen to that class this week. Um, So we have in that class uh, a beautiful woman named Marilyn, who her husband died. And um, in, the, in the time since he passed away, there have been, she realized how many things he did around the house and uh, on, in their yard and, and their property. And she, those responsibilities now have fallen to her. And she's noticed that she really doesn't want to do them and she also, she feels that she's, she's developed some intense physical pain. And so she uses the pain, according to her, as an excuse not to do these tasks that she doesn't want to do. And one of them we put a focus on was weeding her garden, that she feels ashamed and judges herself for not weeding the garden. And when people come over, she makes excuses. She says, well, I, I, you know, my garden looks terrible because I'm not able to weave my garden because I have all this pain. And so I'm not physically well enough to do that hard work. And um, so I said to her, um, what if there's something else going on that the, the pain you feel is not related to some issue in the body, but it, it has to do with... What if it has to do with the grief of missing your husband?
2: I thought as much.
0: <laughs> that was Siri. Siri st- suddenly started writing down everything I was saying um, and said, I thought as much. Um I said, what if if this pain you're experiencing, Marilyn, isn't related? It's not just some random thing that your body is malfunctioning, but what if the pain has to do with grieving your husband and not wanting to move on or some other issue? And so then um, you're, you're not moving on, in a, a way that feels joyful and prosperous and harmonious, and and weeding the garden and 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 living your life instead, you're you're um, feeling compromised because of the pain that you're experiencing, and maybe it is an outpicturing of your unwillingness, understandably, to move on um, after the death of your husband. That, Perhaps it's all wrapped in together. And so I suggested, what if you could focus on letting go of the judgment about your uh, making excuses for not going in the garden because of the pain that you feel? What if we could, you know, we've all got things that we resist and then we have excuses and reasons why we resist them. Uh, we all do that. It's, it's just something that the the personality does, the ego does. And what if uh, it, instead of trying to find another solution, like a gardener to come in, or you're taking some medication for the pain, or something like that, what if instead of trying to find uh, a, a way to manage it all, we just look at... What are the judgments, and can we heal those judgments? So similarly with you, that um, you judge yourself for not connecting with your uh, the daughter you give up for adoption, and what if you could stop judging yourself for that and just accept that for uh, until today, uh, you, this is the decision that you made, and completely stop judging yourself for it. And maybe you'll make a different decision in an hour or tomorrow or next week or next year, perhaps, but you don't need to judge yourself anymore. You can just love and accept yourself as you are, just like you, So you were in your breakout with Lana. If Lana told you a similar thing, you probably wouldn't judge her.
5: Right. She just really? she just expressed love.
0: Yeah. Compassion, Yeah. Yeah, Lana. Do you have any judgment about Robin?
5: <laughs> Don't
2: put none. Off the
1: spot. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. And I, I'm almost feeling too that if she could have compassion for that 19 year old
0: yes. for
1: what she was going through at the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah and forgive her
0: yeah which really means to release all judgment and that gift of releasing the judgment against yourself Robin is one that you give to your daughter so that she can feel your love whether you ever speak with her or connect with her at all she will feel your love when you stop judging yourself because all is one When you love yourself, you love your daughter, because all is one.
5: I made a decision, and now I just have to accept that decision and stop judging it. I made a decision when I was 19.
0: Yeah, and it was absolutely the best decision you could make. And there's nothing wrong with your decision. No mistakes have been made. None.
5: Well, there's that culture, you know, the culture that we live in. And especially at that time, the culture was not very favorable for unwed mothers. Right. So I carry that. So but we're not living back then anymore,
0: so. <sighs> yeah, Joan. Joan's daughter is an unwed mother. Yeah. And her family is celebrating the, the arrival of that child. <laughs> Times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> it was
2: very really, really different.
0: Yeah, it really was.
5: And in my personal family, it was, it was. I mean, I was not going to be able to keep that baby and I didn't feel strong enough to do it on my own. My mother was, was, would be, it was my father that you're on your own. And not in a non-loving way, but he was doing the best he could too. He didn't want to be. Anyway, all that stuff. Yeah, how lovely that this baby is welcomed.
0: Yeah.
1: But, Jennifer, don't you think that it's possible today for that baby to be welcomed because of the experiences? That Robin went through that I went through at that time yes mm-hmm.
0: yes you helped change and you still are helping to transform the conditioned view the belief system around these things and that is what is helping to make it possible for Joan's daughter to have such a positive happy life-changing experience
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
5: thank you this is i took a step
0: yeah yeah you did thank you thank you robin thank you for trusting us
5: well i know some of you and and um so it that helps. <laughs> and you know, and the ones that I don't know, I know who they are just because they're in this class. And it is such a sweet um, it's we all know what we have. So I'm so grateful.
2: Thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, so you're helping us all Robin to see that we can release the judgment against ourselves, forgive ourselves for judging ourselves, and then we can find the energy, the strength to make new choices and new decisions and to have that breakthrough. So releasing the judgment is so valuable. And one of the things on the way to releasing the judgment is to feel our feelings, just like you're doing now.
5: Yeah. I thought I was cried out, so that was a little surprising. And I could have gone on longer, but
0: (laughs) yeah. Yep, so it's completely releasing all judgment against yourself for any choice or decision that you have made until this moment. It will bring freedom to your whole family because we're all one. And it does, it frees up so much energy and now we can finally move forward. Now we can actually claim our heart's desire and and take uh, make a new choice. Does anyone else like to have uh, some sharing here? Can you relate to this? Are you getting any ahas or insights?
1: I would like to tell Robin that she's not guilty. Yeah. She 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 did not do anything wrong. Yeah.
0: Anything else? So, Robin, do you feel like you can move forward more clearly with um, releasing any judgments against yourself and really focus on that more than anything else?
5: Well, actually, uh, yes. I got an insight... Um, In your prayers, maybe, I don't know, a month or two ago, uh, when you pray for things that don't serve us and how they uh, resolve and dissolve, and for some reason, it was like the first time I heard, I was like, when we turn these things that don't serve us, our judgments would be one, they will be resolved and dissolved and it just was huge for me in hearing that and maybe having a deeper understanding and so the second part of that that I've just brought together is that like you say everything is for our good that to bring love to everything and in embracing what I think is a problem and keeping it kind of in that space, embracing it with love is a way to resolve and dissolve, which is really big insight for me. And it's beautiful. So I have that and it's like, this is a way to melt. And then sharing today has been so, Like I can be, you all can know who I am. Yeah. I'm sorry I've taken up most of the time, but.
0: No, because your freedom is our freedom, Robin. And we know that. Are you releasing the judgment against yourself, and our, our being able to hold you in the light of love, it's assisting us all in being more free. We know that. Thank you. Yeah. But this is the, the thing. It's, it's, it really is less about whether or not you contact your daughter and much, much more about relinquishing the judgment against yourself. So let's pray on that. So grateful and thankful to open ourselves to the unprecedented, to the unlimited, the eternal nature of our very being. So grateful to open ourselves to this divine partnership with the higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful to allow ourselves to stand in the recognition of our wholeness and our holiness. So grateful to consciously lay on the altar, all sense of separation showing up as judgments and false beliefs, condemnation of any kind, whether it's directed at ourselves or anyone else. We're letting go of any sense of guilt, all the shoulda, woulda, couldas, we're letting go of all the regrets and the resentments we are grateful and thankful to clear out these beliefs habits and patterns that no longer serve our life of love what I know for Robin and her daughter is that they are divinely led and guided in the spirit they are protected in the spirit and everything is unfolding for both of them For the highest good of all, this is what we know. We are grateful and thankful that they are loved and cared for in the invisible realm as well as the visible realm. So grateful to know that all is one. So we rejoice to share the benefits of our healing with everyone because we are one with them. In gratitude, we allow the healing to be we let it be, we extend it and extend it and extend it. And so it is, amen, amen, amen. Yes. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, everyone. I look forward to being in class with you next week in our prayer power part two Have an amazing rest of your week. I love you. Mwah. Thank you.